are tuned in to the Bridal Extravaganza podcast. For over 35 years, we've helped engaged couples in Southeast Texas plan their dream weddings. You can learn from the millions of couples who've come before you. On this podcast, we'll introduce you to the wedding and event professionals who can make your dreams come true. Wedding and event planning can be easy and fun. Stay tuned. And so the first obvious question is, where did the name come from? Is that you, Barbara? Are you, a, are you part of the B? It happens to be me, yes. <laughs> um, our original ranch was the Double Bar B after my maiden name, Barbara Briggs. And hence, we carried it over to the guest ranch. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your business. When did it start? We've, uh, we started about six years ago by acquiring the property that is next door to ours. We have an 80-acre horse farm here, and the next door is 100 acres that came available that used to be part of this. And um, it, it had three uh, cabins on it, very big ones, big ones and little ones, and then a workshop. And so we started out renting as vacation rentals for the cabins because there's a swimming pool, there's a private lake. It's on 100 acres and it's surrounded by a private forest. And the workshop, I, the idea came to me, well, let's convert this and make this a wedding venue because it's perfect to have guests come and come on a Friday morning, leave Sunday afternoon and, and stay in the cabins and enjoy themselves uh, while they have a wedding too. So, so uh, the last five years has been the wedding business. How many cabins are there? Like how many people can actually stay on property? It's, it's three, three upscale guest house cabins that we remodeled totally. Um, so we can sleep up to 26, which works out with the immediate family of the bridal couple, as well as you know, their bridesmaids and bridal party. And then we just added a farmhouse on eight acres on the other end of the property for another eight. So it's worked out really well. Yes. They have a good time. Wow. That sounds fabulous. A relaxed time. It's a relaxed time. <laughs> yes. So tell me about you. So if you've been doing this for five to seven years, what were you doing before this? And what, what gave you the, the jump uh, to do it? Oh, okay. Um, it just kind of stepped into it, which is how I have operated all my life. Um, jump in with two feet and, you know, who knows where it goes, but I've been <laughs> in real estate all my life okay. and still maintain a, a residential real estate business in Magnolia. But we love horses and we acquired the neighboring property because it has a bunch of horseback riding trails through the forest. But it came with all these houses that we didn't need. And um, so that's when we said, well, let's rent it out, help it pay for itself. Uh, then the wedding idea came up, which has worked beautifully. It's just set up perfectly for it. And um, so it, it helps maintain itself. So that's, that's uh, what we like. And that's so why we got into it. So it sounds like you've been a business owner, really, your whole career. Um, specifically with this business, have you had an aha moment that really kind of defined what you were doing? Um, probably the conversion of the, in, with the venue and then it just kind of fell into place because there's the Rose cabin on this side of the lake, which is where the bride gets ready and has the biggest bedroom we have, which is really huge. And they make an entrance to our, um, 
we have an island, which is their aisle to walk to. The island is where they have the ceremony. And it was like, aha, this is working great. And then the other side is where the bunkhouse would have a rehearsal dinner on Friday night because it accommodates a lot of people and outdoor dining by the pool and overlooks the lake. So it's just like, aha, this is working. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you just, you had the perfect setting, but you know, it takes the right person to see that setting and see that it, that it, what it can become. So I definitely think that you saw what it could become, which is awesome. So for, for right now, is there something that's really working for you? Maybe a, a favorite app or uh, something that you're doing in your business that's, that's just really working? Um, I did with the um, slowdown with the COVID in the months of uh, March or whatever, we put together some int um, virtual tours Yes. which was really good. It's added a lot. And we did a drone video and it added a lot to our website. So I'm getting a whole lot more inquiries from our website. Um, but primarily the social media, um, since we didn't have the bridal show this year, uh, we have uh, had mostly from our website and from some of the um, um, industry uh, platforms. Mm -hmm. so, and what, what is and a lot is word of mouth now too which you know i always think is the ultimate goal i mean the, the the end all goal is we do nothing because we have so many past brides who are talking about us that they do all the marketing for us you know that that's the dream for sure how yeah. about um social media what is your oh, favorite what, what's your favorite social <laughs> media platform that you like to get your messages out on well um instagram i use that a lot and then facebook mm -hmm. and instagram is uh, what I use mostly and Facebook as well, time permitting, you know, it's a full-time job. Yes. We try how, to keep up. <laughs> how do you, how do you stay on top of trends in the wedding industry? Um, th uh, through networking groups. Um, I belong to a local networking group in Montgomery County called Bing. Yes. Tell us about, I've heard of it, but did. tell us about it. What do they do? Well, we meet once a month and they choose a venue. A venue will host the event and then have some of the uh, member vendors provide the food, catering, bartending, and, and so forth. So we get to sample what people do and you get to hear what they're doing. And, and it, it's, it's been a great um, help because, and I joined it through the advice of a wedding planner and went to attend with her at one time. And I thought, well, this, it's worked out really well because it's given me my list of vendors. I know who they are and I can recommend them because I know what they do. And, um, but I've missed them for the last few months because uh, they've not held the meetings, but I think that will be starting up here soon. But it's, it's, it, it helped me get the platform to start off because I didn't know anything in the beginning and uh, still have a lot to learn, but I've learned a lot too. <laughs> Well, I think we're learning every day. How about staying organized? What do you use to organize your business? I'm looking for that. <laughs> um, basically, I have, my, I have my home office and I've got everything, all the files laid out and so forth. I haven't really used, I use uh, QuickBooks for the accounting part of it. Um, and I still have a hand or a um, paper calendar that I write things down on. Uh, but I also, of course, use it in Google Calendar as well. Mm -hmm. So, and I have my files organized by dates, wedding dates and so forth. So it's working, but it needs to be tweaked <laughs> for sure. Yes, yes. 
Um, do you have any tips for selling to the millennial bride or, or communicating with the millennial? They are definitely a different generation than I'm in at this point in my life. Um, but um, they, they're people, they are excited. Um, I have uh, not had any problem. You just have to make sure everything is mobile app ready uh, because that's how they, they respond mostly. Mm -hmm. I tend to use email more than I should, but uh, texting, of course, and making everything mobile app ready is, is probably the key. So, so if, if someone is listening to this right now and they, they still have their full-time job, you know, maybe they've written a business plan, maybe they haven't, but they've got this idea to go out and start their new business. What advice would you give to them? be very patient and be prepared to work very hard there is no such thing as good luck it's all hard work but you can get those rewards if you stick with it and just be prepared for that and it may take two years to really start stabilizing or more you know we started with maybe a handful of weddings and maybe 10 the next year and now we're up to just under 50 um, every weekend's booked through the end of the year, except for August here in Texas, they don't like to get married in August. So that's why we can go to the bridal show. Um, but, uh, just be prepared for hard work. And that's in anything that you do, as you know. Yes. Um, can, can you, I'd like to clarification. Are you an outdoor venue? Are you indoor outdoor? How does that work with the weather for you? We're it, we're indoor outdoor. We're, um, our venue holds about 110 but we have a party tent which is 20 by 40 that we attach to it which and we have these huge roll-up doors because we have beautiful scenery out here so you roll up the roll-up doors you you connect to the party tent and we have patio heaters for the uh, winter and then big fans in the summer so it, it's it ends trees everywhere so it um that's so we say we accommodate up to 200 and is about half in and half partly in. <laughs> I think that's perfect. That's perfect. How about um, wedding planners? What is your stance? Do you wish every bride had a wedding planner? Do you provide wedding planner or coordinator services? What is the balance there? Um, we can tell the difference when a bridal couple has a wedding planner. It does go more smoothly. It gives us as owners a contact person during the event because when they're here from Friday till Sunday, of course the wedding planner's not here all those days, but they come Friday to decorate and then Saturday's the wedding. It's good to have one point of contact and not, and certainly not contacting the bride during the special day. Um, and it just goes so much more smoothly because there are so many facets to the wedding and so many vendors that you have to know about. Um, but we have a lot of do-it-yourselfers and I will say maybe half of us are do-it-yourself and or maybe a little more than that. And it works. And but, you know, some I think wish they could do a wedding planning. I think they're a good thing to have. I will say that when we do surveys of brides and we always ask for their advice for other brides, it is the number one thing they say, you know, I thought I could do it without one. I regret it. Or I at least, you know, I had someone at least for the day, or I, I regret asking my mom or asking my sister, like I should have had a third party. It really is the number one thing we hear. So 
we, we kind of want to get that message I, out I to brides. <laughs> How about just, you know, you're doing so many weddings every year. What, what are your, what is your advice? Something that you wish every bride knew, or maybe even several things that you've wished every bride knew when you meet them? Um, let's see here. That's, you know, there's a lot of things. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear them. Make it through. We, we have a, we allow them to come out as many times as they want to finalize their plans, measurements, and so forth. I don't think they realize the magnitude of having so many people and making sure everybody's comfortable and to have their timeline, you know, so that we can know what to expect, what, when do they plan to start the rehearsal dinner or, or the ceremony. To have more of a concept that there needs to be more, more detailed plan. It's not just, oh, yeah, we got to do this and at the last minute. Um, and that's where a wedding planner will come in and help and take that burden off. So I just wish they were more specific about what they're doing. And I eventually get that because it's on our list of things we ask for, but they don't focus on it until the last few days, it seems like. And is there anything new that you see brides doing that you think is really cute or that you love or just anything that's been one of your favorite things over these years? They're really cute with their uh, decorations. Mm -hmm. um, there's some really clever signage they put out and we have this the walkway to the island for their ceremony and the way they decorate that is different everyone is a little bit different and they've just had some really cute because we're more on the rustic side elegantly rustic is what I like to say and so they can do some rustic signage um, and their choice of how they decorate our gazebo on the island where they get married is uh, so different with each one but they're all beautiful. And uh, so I've been really impressed with their ideas. And then some of the games they come up with, we have a fire pit and they do games too during the wedding. Oh, so there's fine. a lot of different things they can do out here and they just let their creativity come. That is awesome. Well, is there, is there anything else about your venue that you wanna make sure that all of our listeners know? It sounds very unique. And in fact, I did not realize that you had the guest house component. Um, I, I can't imagine that a lot of your competition has that. Are you the only one in the area? No. Well, I tell you what, there's been a few coming up that are starting to offer that, um, but it's still a little different um, because I think some of them are offering little, little cabins or maybe a hotel style thing. But ours is very unique because there's a huge lake and the cabins are set around there and they all have views, they're all private. And yet you can have, do a lot of things. We give them golf carts to get around. Oh, wow. um, so. I guess I'd, I'd want to emphasize they have that three days where they can relax and it's like a wedding family reunion combination Yeah, um, and where they can hold all their events for the same price and they don't have to go anywhere and wow. they get to know each other even better. So it's worked out really, really well. It just kind of was an accident, but it worked out. <laughs> well, I like to say there are no accidents, but also that sounds to me like the ben the benefits you get from a destination wedding. You know, I've always, when I attend a destination wedding, I enjoy getting to know the people, hanging out by the pool, you know, before the ceremony. And it sounds like you've taken the best part of a destination wedding, but you, but it's local, so they don't have to travel. That's exactly right. And, you know, they have out-of-town family coming in. It works out perfectly. And sometimes if they've made their wedding reservation someplace else, they didn't know about it. And then they, we come up 
they ask if they can stay here. We've done that, but we're booked with weddings now pretty much all the time. So they just need to book their wedding here too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, on that note, tell us how, how can our listeners reach you? What's your phone number? What's your website? Uh, the website is doublebarbguestranch.com. And uh, my phone number is 281-300-8457. And I answer it all the time. It's attached to my hip all the time. So we usually, I'll answer, um, call me anytime, text me or email me. I'm, I'm a fanatic about that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we thank you for your time. We thank you for being a vendor in the bridal extravaganza and really for just being a very vibrant part of the Houston wedding scene and adding something new that brides needed. And we wish you so much success with your venue. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. I so enjoyed this. I'm so honored. Thank you very much. Alrighty. All right. <laughs> Are you an entrepreneur or small business owner who depends on the wedding industry to make a living? If so, you're invited to join over 350 regional companies at the Bridal Extravaganza Show in Houston, Texas. At our two-day live event, you'll meet face-to-face -face with engaged couples who are ready to book your product or service. Log on to bridalextravaganza.com to learn more about our upcoming events.